A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag. A watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode. Oh, I blinked for too long and it just felt too good, you know? Because you're tired. Yeah. I like close. I was like, welcome back. <laughs> Go check that out on the Patreon. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me, starring us. Blame and me. What about blah and me? Oh, I was going to be blame. I realized me sounds like me. Hmm. I'm blame. You're Got it. You're me. Well, me in this case is not the onus. It is the name. Okay. That's how both of our names start. Actual names start. 
Ja, Megan and Melissa. <laughs> Megan and Melissa. Guten Tag, good day, good day. If anyone can see my sock that is covered in self-tan on the Patreon, you they can. They can. They definitely can see it. Just know that um, that's what it is. It's not a skid mark. I just want to show how white and clean mine are. Yeah, rub it in. <laughs> you still don't have a Bomba sponsorship, though. Uh, yeah, rub that in. You're welcome. Welcome to Don't Blame Me. Uh, on this podcast, we give wonderful, amazing, life-changing advice, and you might be wondering how are these people who are so sexy, so smart, so um, indescribable, delectable. What other adjectives? Gonna eat us up? <laughs> how are they qualified to give advice? And the answer is, we're not. But what we lack in credentials, we make up for. In opinions. Pew, 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 pew. You're a little mellow, more mellow than you usually are. <laughs> I'm so tired. Well, wake up. Okay, I'm waking up. If anyone... Do you want me to smack you across the no. face? You'd bruise for I weeks. I would. I would. And I, no, this nose is not cheap. I, was, I said face. It wasn't going to get the nose in there. Well, oh yeah. The Down eyes, here. the nipples of the face. No, I would have like a literal handprint yeah. on my on my face for a while. Anyways. All right. Should we read an update? Yeah, I don't have one, do you? I do. Okay. Final update. Bright that peed on me. Oh my god. This is long. Hi Eminem. With a crazy work schedule, I thought I would write in this time. I had my other girlfriend's bachelorette. I think I called her Susie in my last call. Anyways, Susie's bachelorette was fine. The urinator and I spoke a little small talk. I asked her how her wedding was and she said it was great. I told her she looked beautiful, which she really did. So nothing crazy that day. I do wish I was more of a cunt, but too late now. However, in all caps, this past weekend was Susie's wedding. It was beautiful. However, the urinator and her now husband were there. After a few drinks, he confronted my boyfriend and said he wanted to speak with me and apologize. My boyfriend said he definitely needs to apologize and speak to me directly, but now won't be the right time at a friend's wedding. Well, five minutes later, while my boyfriend and I were chatting, he approached us and asked if we could talk. I told him, okay, ick, wish I would have said no. He apologized for how he called me a bunch of names and thought he was just venting to his buddies and didn't expect it to get back to me. <laughs> an apology. Also stated the urinator has cried endlessly about our friendship. I told him I was really hurt and although I can be dramatic at times, I did nothing wrong. He told me we should have went to their wedding. I told him we would have loved to. However, I wouldn't put myself in that situation and he was to blame. Also, he acted as if he does not talk bad about me anymore, even though I heard stuff as recently as last week oh. through the grapevine. I told him he continues to talk poorly and needs to move on. He apologized again. He then reached and pulled me into a hug, which I pulled away from. Melissa, I now understand your disgust for hugs. Mm -hmm. It was major ick and in my personal space. I will say he knows I would not make a scene at my best friend's wedding. So I feel like this is why he chose to talk to me there. He knew I would play nice. He also has my phone number. So he could have apologized at any point in time prior to this, but he chose to do it in front of others. And then in all caps, snake. Snake. 
I guess in the grand scheme of things, I'm glad that awkward situation is over because he knew we would see each other at this wedding. However, I wish I would have refused to talk to him. I didn't deserve to be in that situation. I do wish I would have stood my ground more. I also realize I have not received one apology from the bride, aka the urinator. Not one. I'm actually realizing this as I type things. What the fuck? Luckily, there are no other mutual friends or events for us to see this couple, and I'm so glad, beyond glad. What I really took away from this is that I'm happy I stuck up for myself. I do wish, looking back, I held my ground more on conversations I didn't feel comfortable having, even small talk, but that's an additional learning curve. I also want to point out that I feel like I'm in a more positive headspace and in a better position in my life without them in it. I feel at peace. It's weird how removing someone toxic from your life really shifts your whole world. Signing out, hopefully forever, with no more problems. Signed, the one and only traumatized maid of honor. Holy fuck. Yeah. I'm so glad that you're finally done with this. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, it seems like it. I mean, there's no reason why you need to be around them anymore, but I'm... Hate that you had to like touch them, him, and that he forced himself to touch you. I really hate that. Um, but at least it's over now. Yeah, and I wouldn't beat yourself up about like I wish I'd stood my ground. Like we all, he wasn't gonna, he wasn't honoring your boundaries yeah. already. So like he was gonna trample over them in general, and you know, small talk and all of that stuff. Like I don't, you know, sometimes like we keep the peace, and it's not just for other people we also keep the peace for ourselves yeah because we're like i really don't want to get into this here right now like yes i'll be sucky for my friend but also like i'm just not in the mood mm-hmm. and i don't think he would have respected i think it was clear he wasn't respecting your boundaries so like, yeah i don't think you could have prevented him from doing it at all and we all look back on situations like that and think about if it would have happened again this is what i would have done you don't you it's hard when you're in that situation to really fully process it at that time so there's always you're always going to look back and think about Mm -hmm. other things yeah and we always we do what we need to do for ourselves in that moment Mm -hmm. and then like you know afterwards it's not like i we all wish that it could be like you when you practice a fight in your shower yeah you're like i know exactly Uh (laughs) uh-huh wow um it's fucked fucked but i'm also hoping that there is no more um non-consensual urination for you yeah i will never get over it i will never forget this i will thank you yeah thank you for your trauma becoming content for our podcast yeah this is number three update i believe yeah an icon you will forever me you we need we need like to make like a in memoriam for like the icons of the podcast yeah that'd be good yeah i still don't forgive you about your thoughts on the choco taco but yikes Hey, we can't all be perfect. I know. Like Hannah Montana said, nobody's perfect. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Mox- I love it when I, I can get in with yeah, the, something too. that you actually, that I actually know. Mots asked me the other day, he's like, was Hannah Montana on Disney Channel? And I was like, whoa, 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 dude. What the fuck? Of course. Like, where else would it have been? He goes, I don't know, Nickelodeon. And I was like, no, I hardly in Victoria's around Nickelodeon. He was looking at me like I was speaking a different language. Mm. But, I have a picture of me with a shirt on, but I, I'm very drunk in it, so I'll never share it. It has her face on Who's? it from Hannah Montana. Oh, Hannah Montana or Miley? It's Hannah Montana. 
I would, I like have looked on eBay for like vintage Hannah Montana t-shirts from like her Walmart collab. Yeah, that's what it was from. It had, it's so early 2000s because I have like one of those thick ass belts on her over it. It's gold. Where's the the photo? I got to find it, but it's in, I have, um, it's in a photo album that I have that's in this closet that I just moved, but I saw the photo album, so. If you can send it to me, maybe we can bless our podcast. No, I'm so drunk and well, like so wasted. I can like put a heart on your face. Maybe. Like I'm like so wasted in it. I'm hey. at a, a Mexican restaurant for somebody's birthday and just wasted off margaritas. Oof. Yeah. I, I know the feeling. Mm-hmm. I know the feeling. I have so many embarrassing pictures of yeah. I'm wasted, but I still don't have a Hannah Montana t-shirt. So if anyone has one hit me up i really really want one like a cute little baby tee that's a hannah montana mm-hmm. anyways um i guess i did we even explain we give advice on this podcast oh no we I skipped all we that sorry a little bit of it but like we give advice on this podcast and you want to call in for an upcoming episode you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976 and international listeners you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com you have to keep both under three minutes from when you're recording the voice memo from the time that you press like record and on the voicemail as soon as you hear that beep then you have three minutes and to make best use of your time we suggest that you write everything out ahead of time all of the important information not bullet points but like write out a script and then time yourself practice see if it's under three minutes see if you are missing some key information make sure you include ages you should be h and or over have your parents permission if you want to include your pronouns and pronouns of other people in the story, but you know, if it's about dating, how long have you been dating? If this is like, you know, there's a what's the ages of the person that you're you are? The, what's your age? Who are you? And the and the age of like the person, other people in the story. Um, and give us as much detail as possible because the more details, the better we can have like a grasp of the situation because we are an unbiased third party, but we want to give you good advice, even if we think you're wrong or if we think you're right, but. The only way that we can do that is if we have all of the information. So, yeah, leave it there, record it, and you will heal yourself. Heal, heal, heal. Heal and hear. Let's take a break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. 
add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time and I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package, I just got a a, a secondary of my package and I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods i cannot sing their praises enough specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss, the vanilla cream, the caramel sundae. I have all three of those flavors. Sometimes I mix and match them. Sometimes I'll use it when I'm baking or I'll just drink it straight. And it is, they're so good. They have a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that makes it so delicious. You can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code blame me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited 
uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. back from our break oh my gosh hi shall we give some wonderful advice hi megan and melissa i've been listening since the start of the podcast but i'm a first-time caller and finally have something i'd love your advice on i'm 29 and use she her pronouns i have an older brother who is 31 he him he married his wife 31 she her in 2017 but they have been together since they graduated high school in 2009 she has been a part of my life and basically my sister-in-law for 13 years. For the most part, I've had a good relationship with her, 
And honestly, their early years together kind of made me closer with my brother since she would include me to hang out with them. I also lived with them for a year back when I was in college, and I even moved into their neighborhood just down the street a few years ago. So they've been always been in close proximity to me. I could tell things have been off with them for a while, but today my parents got confirmation from my brother that they are breaking it off and she has moved out. My mom just told me today. It sounds like it is a mutual breakup and they've simply just drifted apart, especially since the pandemic. I need advice on a few things. Now that I know, I will be reaching out to my brother, but I need help navigating how to reach out to my sister-in-law. There is no bad blood between us, and I even considered her my friend for so long, so I'd like to let her know that I've appreciated her over the years, and I wish her well. I guess to kind of say my goodbyes, too, I don't know if I could practically stay friends with her since she moved back with her grandparents, which is pretty far away, and I don't know that her or my brother would be comfortable with it anyway. I definitely want to say something, but I guess I'm just lost on what to say. Saying something short and sweet seems too cold for how long she's been in my life. Also, when should I do this? Should I give it more time since it is so fresh? When would be an appropriate time? Last thing, is it weird that I feel like I'm mourning their relationship? I know that if they were unhappy that this is for the best for both of them, but I feel like I'm losing a friend and this big change in my brother's life changes some kind of dynamic that we all had. I can't help but feel really emotional about it. The thought that I won't see her anymore just seems so sad and final. Thank you so much for any advice you have for me. Bye. I don't think it's weird that you feel like you're mourning the relationship because she's your sister-in-law like that's family she's been part of your life for a long time as far as you know what to say when to say i would maybe ask your brother because if it's mutual Mm -hmm. and i've had people in my family that have divorced or separated but we still remained close to the uh in-law because they're they they're part of the family and they will always be part of the family. So, like, I would ask your brother first, like, you know, what's the situation? How did, because, you know, you said that your mom said that they ended amicably, but I would ask him specifically, like, how are you doing? And also, would it be okay um, if I reached out to her? And he might be fine with y'all still having a relationship. Yeah, logistically because, it might be hard, yeah. but yeah. But like I live far away from my sisters and I talk to them every day mm-hmm. um, like through text message and stuff. But I think that you can, if your brother is comfortable with it, I think that you don't have to say goodbye to her. It can still be like, you're still family to me. You're still my sister. We're still going to talk. We can, you know, still keep in communication. I'm not going to see you all the time, but, you know, if I want to text you or something, mm-hmm. tell you happy birthday, see what's going on in your life, then, you know, I am I would still like to maintain that kind of uh, relationship. Yeah. I personally would hope that she would reach out to you because I do think if it is amicable, like, it is easier, like, kind of knowing, like, I'm going to wait until her brother tells her or like she knows from family and then you know if she's been old she's older than you like then reaching out and just being like I just want to say blah 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 to kind of give you because it does feel like you are kind of going in like in the dark like you don't really know much and so I would agree I think like I would talk to your brother first and I would specifically ask is there anything I should know before I reach out to her because you don't want to make 
either one of them unnecessarily like uncomfortable or like feel kind of put on the spot or say something that is like completely not true or from one side of it because you're it's obvious that you're you're not you might have like let's say even if your brother cheated on her and it was like really not amicable and it was really bad that is your family and so unless you were going to co- go non-contact with your brother and take her side like literally and like physically and like then like you know you're spending time with her and you're like never seeing him again it is hard when it's family because passively you're always going to be on that kind of one side and so I think making sure like when you ask him to be like just really honest because you're like I don't want to I don't if if she's not doing well or you're doing like worse like I don't want to make either of you look bad to the other person in this and like even if it is so amicable like there's obviously still feelings there I say when to do it I would do it like as soon as possible like I think as soon as you talk to your brother and if it's okay um or ask your brother like do you think she would tell me or do you think I should I would be need to be the one because if he's like no I think she'll definitely want to tell you on her own time then I would wait for that but if that doesn't come for like weeks then I would reach out um but yeah, I also agree. I don't think it's weird. Like I was thinking about it in the sense that like if my <laughs> my brother doesn't listen to this, but like here, okay, if my half brother, like him and his wife broke up, like, yeah, I would definitely be devastated and sad. I don't see them as much. But I think if like if Mott's brother and his wife broke up, like I would be so sad right. and I'm not even blood related to either of them. So I don't think it's weird to mourn it also because, you know, like you're decently close, like you're, relatively close in age with your brother but you are younger that like at that time when you have like significant others of family members not in my personal like but like I didn't know my brother without his wife do you know I mean like it becomes like yes you're not blood related but when someone has been there through like your childhood like you don't know any different you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't until I was older that I realized my godfather was not blood related to me. Like, you don't know that. And so I think that it's completely like a given. Um, but I think the thing you you'd have to talk to your brother. I think it's sometimes when like, things are heard through the grapevine, it's usually sometimes it can be like intentional that it's like, I don't want to have to like reach out to all the people and tell them, can you tell your mom and have your mom like do all of that. Um, but other times it just happens. And so I think it's just trying to get a gauge on the situation of what is the timing and what is the truth here and like, how can you go about this delicately? But then also know that you can't guarantee that. And if your heart's in the right place, which it is, I think even if it's a little messy and like awkward, I think that the intention is there. Um, and I always think it's a little bit better for me. I would rather show that I really care about someone and have it be a little bit clunky than, I'm not going to say anything because like maybe they don't want me to say anything. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So that's like hard though. That's like a very Mm -hmm. tough thing. All right. Next call. Yeesh. Hi, I'm 28 years old, female, she, her, and this is a story involves my younger stepbrother and his girlfriend, both 20 years old, he, him, and she, her respectfully. In the past month, they dropped the news that they are pregnant. It wasn't planned, but they want to keep it because they both decided on wanting children prior. At the time of finding out, though, they were on a road trip and were stopped in my town to visit me and the family here on the East Coast. They were looking to move here. Prior to that, they had been living at my mom's place in L.A., and during that 
that trip, my mom finalized the sale of her condo. All of us knew she was selling it before they went on this trip. My bro had quit his two jobs for this road trip slash move. I believe the girlfriend had also quit hers. Both my family and hers are working together to make sure they are taken care of for housing for the next three months at least, and will be staying in LA to keep close to her family. He was able to get one of his old jobs back. She's not working at the moment, and they're living at her mother's place before moving to my mom's boyfriend's apartment next month. My primary concern among many is that they've never rented or paid bills while they were living with my mom, and now that a baby is involved, they're expected to be mentally and physically prepared. My last conversation with my brother on the subject of pregnancy was while they were visiting, and it has me stressed. I found out from the girlfriend initially, but didn't ask her her thoughts on abortion and life circumstances because I didn't want to overwhelm her. When I asked my brother if abortion had been on the table, he told me he didn't believe in it. I asked what he meant by that, and he said he didn't feel that a baby should have to die for his mistakes. I've always been adamant with my family that I support abortion, personal trauma, though. I grew up having an inkling that I was not planned, I, which I confirmed later because I had always felt like I was a burden to my mom who divorced my father when I was young. That's another story, but dad's a major asshole. So to hear my brother call it his mistake felt like a gut punch. I know that that wasn't his intention, but when I tried to push the conversation saying that there isn't a baby yet, he said he didn't care about my feelings on abortion, I think, and he didn't want to argue. I can't look at him or talk uh, to him knowing that he feels this way, um, but I still want to support them. They've already told one of the grandparents and my sister is looking into getting an apartment with them in LA to help them out, so it looks more serious by the day. I'm on the East Coast, so there's not much I can do besides talking, but it's just difficult to get over this. He really hurt me, and honestly, I don't think he's ready to be a father in this mindset. How should I talk to him moving forward, and how can I support him? Um, I got 30 seconds left. Long-time listener, first-time caller, uh, Aries, and um, not sure on the brother, um, but he uh, and her are both very responsible normally, um, so just be. Just be. You didn't tell us that we have to be um, nice to you. And tell us that you're sensitive. Whatever it was, it cut off. It cut off. I, oh, <laughs> this, you took your personal experience and you made this about you. Yep. And you're exactly what I was taking thinking. someone else's life. And like you, you set him up. Like he is pregnant with his girlfriend. First of all, it is in incredibly inappropriate if you are not a, his provider or you are not honestly I think as like a family member I think it comes from a place of like tends to be a lot more judgment than potentially a friend um but you found out that they were pregnant and keeping the baby and you brought up abortion yep that's like not okay I'm very pro-abortion but I'm also very pro choice and exactly choosing to have a baby even if you are poor even if you uh have chronic health issues mm -hmm. even if it was unplanned even if you were young even if you're going to be on government assistance even if like you're going to have to figure it out along the way even if you don't have a plan like if you want to have a baby then have the baby and it's yeah. that's the thing about pro-choice it's your choice 
and you as the caller, this is not your business. Like this has nothing to do with you. You don't ask, you don't wonder about somebody else's stance on abortion. You don't set up other people to like project your own feelings about this. Like everything you did was so out of line. Mm -hmm. This is terrible. Like it's not, it's it's like the opposite end of pro birthers. It's like you're trying to make them not have this child because you feel like you weren't wanted. But he obviously wants this. Like saying <sighs> that it's a mistake that it, it, I don't know him. So it probably was like, you know, it was an unplanned. accident. It was, unplanned. Yeah, exactly. That's what he meant by this. But he wants to have the baby and do not ask his oh partner what her thoughts are on on abortion that is ter- i don't care if it's new i don't care if she's right at the cutoff mark where you can have an abortion like this is not your business you should not be talking to them about this and what you're doing is horrible mm-hmm. and saying like well i don't know if they know their options they're 20 years old right. she knows what an, they know what an abortion is like they know what that is and also you said like they both separately wanted kids and mm-hmm. they decided to choose and keep it and just because that's not what you would do it's also so fucking hypocritical to me that you're like oh he called it a mistake but then you say at the end like they're usually beside from this are usually very responsible yeah you're treating this like a mistake uh-huh and then you're then getting upset and offended and you're just making all of this about you like it's 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 not about you and I completely understand the perspective of being like I I wasn't wanted like when people like oh well like what if you had been aborted I've been like cool great like would have avoided a lot of shit in life but there are people who have unwanted who have children that they didn't want who also did not choose even if they wanted like they could have wanted they could have known and been okay with getting an abortion but still chosen not to get an abortion Mm -hmm. that is still choice right like and the fact that you're deciding that their situation because they haven't paid bills before and haven't done all of this stuff is not up to par for you for like what parenthood looks like that goes into eugenics not pro-choice because inflict telling someone that they should be getting an abortion when you are not their medical provider and they are not in physical danger Mm -hmm. that is that that's you like you're being like well they're not responsible enough to have a child they don't have enough money to do this they're too young therefore that becomes like as opposed to forced birth that becomes like forced abortion right and I just think that like this came from a place of like it's projection. Yeah, and also like you want to be like, well, now I'm really hurt because like he said he doesn't believe in like abortion and all that shit. If you have never had a conversation with him before this, and you only fucking bring it up when he tells you, and you find out that him and his girlfriend are not pregnant, they're having a baby. That's the only time you brought it up. That was intentional, and it's shit I might have said something if someone said that to me when I was pregnant and I was deciding to keep the baby I'd have been like oh no I'm not doing like right that's an emotional response because it's a fucking setup and it's offensive and incredibly fucking hurtful and you want to play victim in this Mm -hmm. situation and I I completely understand why they're like fuck off right and they have a support system 
They have other people helping them. Like, why, why do you feel like this is your problem? Why do you feel like you need that? It's a problem to even to begin with that you need to solve. It's incredibly selfish. Yeah. And like, if you weren't wanted, that's very different than people who actively want their kid and got pregnant on an an unplanned pregnancy. Mm -hmm. I just, yeah, it just, this like, this shit makes me like so mad because I was, um, I was, (laughs) I was definitely a pawn baby. Like I wasn't, and I know that for a fact, like I wasn't an an intentional, you know, I wouldn't say it was an entrapment baby, but I was, you know, there's still marriage, but like I was that. And I did not have like that was wasn't good like it, that but that wasn't un it wasn't an unwanted pregnancy it was an unwanted like childhood and like raising a kid or whatever but like it was used in that in that way and I have friends who one of my good friends like she got pregnant at, like she was like 14 or 15 and she's an amazing fucking mom mm-hmm. and she had a support system and people could help her out but like she was a really young teen mom and she faced like so much bullshit and she was a better fucking parent than people who are financially like ready to have a kid and all of that shit. And it's just like your idea of what is responsible and what is not responsible. Like you are the irresponsible one in the situation. Right. And like if I were your like brother or your brother's girlfriend, like I would not want to bring my kid around you mm-hmm. because you're the one telling them that they shouldn't want this kid. Right. When they do want this kid. And your thing is you're feeling like you were born and people didn't want you. And that kid's going to be born and look at you and going, she didn't want me here. Mm -hmm. Like you are becoming the exact thing that you are projecting. Right. So I, you're saying like, I don't know how to, like, how can I support them? I don't know if you can at this point. I don't, if you are going to therapy and you can set this shit aside, maybe, but like, I think you owe them like an a huge apology and then I think you step back and you process your own trauma and your right. own shit because you are going to fuck like you will fuck up this kid if you project this same shit onto them mm-hmm. because you're gonna then look at them like you and be like oh you're so unwanted you're so unwanted you're so unwanted like no <sighs> all right on that <laughs> note let's take a break Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. 
Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I'm calling because I'm worried for my friend's well-being. I'm 27, and let's call her Sammy. She's 25. We met three years ago through my husband, also 27. When I met her, she had her own restaurant that her father gifted her. She was living by herself, and even though managing the restaurant was stressful, she was very happy and a very bubbly, bubbly person. And that's until she met Chad. I'm not sure how old is Chad. I think 26. Um, they met two years ago, and she felt hard for him. Chad used to work next door to the restaurant, and that's how they met, until he got fired for not showing up because he was too drunk or hangover to show up. Um, I lost touch with Sammy for a year, and in this period... He moved in with her, but because she fell into his lifestyle, she lost the restaurant, her nice apartment, and her car, and also her family. She recently, uh, we recently saw each other, and she told me that Chad was in living in another country, and she she has been sending him money to support him, his child, and his ex for six months while also having to pay for their apartment here. When I found that, when I found that, I was livid. Me and my husband offered her to move in with us until she found a job and a place 
here because she's currently living in another state and we want her to be closer to us and her family. But she says she wanted to wait for Chad and talk to him first. Chad has been back for a month now and today she called me to tell me that they're getting evicted because they're very behind on rent and Chad is suggesting they rent a room but my friend is not happy about it. Chad is working right now but the money that they make goes to his family in another country and the rest to booze. Um, I've talked to Sammy and she just makes excuses for him and their situation and I just care about her. Um, this is just, just the tip of the iceberg. There's been worse things. Um, I'm planning on picking her up by the end of the month and just making her stay with me until she can find a job and a place here. I know she's at her wit's end, and, but just needs an extra push to just leave Chad. Um, please let me know if I'm doing the right thing or if I should do something different. Messy. Yeah. This is awful. This guy wasn't responsible to begin with. Like, he lost his job because he was mm -hmm. drunk and not showing up to work. I am glad that she has you as a friend. Um, I mean, this is one of those things where it's, like, really hard. And it feels like this has been going on and on and on. And I'm not usually one in these situations where I'm kind of just, like, take your time with these things. I, it's a usually I'm like, take your time. Don't go too hard. Don't push people away. You want them to have like a safe place and that. But like, if you have been friends with her for a long time and like, you know, in your gut that if you pick her up and you're like, give me your fucking phone, you're not talking to him. Like if you like fucking like military this shit and you do that and you know that that's what she needs to snap out of it, I'm not opposed to that. Mm -hmm. But you do need to be confident in that or have no idea what else there is to do because I think that like yeah that's like a very extreme thing but if she's like states over and you know you're offering for her to come move in and all that stuff like it does that does require some proactive and like follow through on her part and if you think that's like the only place where it's like lacking and you think that if you made it easier that she would like jump at the opportunity and you're willing to go the extra mile. Like, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that, but you just, those extreme reactions, either they work or they backfire. But at the same time, if you're kind of out of options, like I'm, I'm sort of a believer of like, if it's going to backfire, it's going to backfire. Yeah. Like, but I'd rather do it than not do it because I've tried everything else. Um, I also might, you know, you said her, she, like, lost, like, a lot of her family. Like, I don't know if you meant that, like, she has pushed them away and, like, they're, like, very over it and stuff. But I think... Or that they passed away. Yeah, that's, like, I don't know the difference of that. But you said that they're closer to you than her. Um, and sometimes proximity really is all, like, you feel trapped like, when you are farther away. And it it is kind of hard to ask for... If she's opening up and venting to you about all this stuff and like still after all this time and it doesn't seem like you have hidden your feelings about the situation. Um, if he's not like physically or emotionally abusive, like him working and then spending all of the money on other people, like that is like financial abuse and financial control. So like 
her reaching out to you and telling you all this bullshit like might be the only way that she can feel comfortable being like I would do this but I she might not feel ready to say like I can't afford to get to you yeah so I think like I don't know like I'm I'm I would do I at the top of my head I can't think of anything else to do and if you think that she's at her wit's end I think you need to like trust your gut and make sure you're not doing what you would want like you're really paying attention to her and like how she reacts and how she behaves um but I don't think there's anything wrong with um like extreme reactions and tough love especially in situations where people are either physically or financially kind of stuck in that cycle yeah that's kind of like why I didn't know what advice to give but it's because I feel like you're doing the right thing yeah like you're doing what needs to be done in this situation so I think like if I was in the same type of situation where my friend was giving money to someone which then put them behind on their own rent where they I guess are technically on a lease together I would guess since you said it was their apartment then I would be like you know come live with me um save some money but like you cannot send money to him yeah why did he move i don't know this like out of the country is i don't know i don't know i'm wondering if he has like child support in because if he's sending money to his kid like ex and kid in a different place i wonder if if you if like your friend is on the lease for everything like he might he might have like child support in i don't know how child support goes in other places but the united states like you don't pay child support they like, just take it out well you can't like you can't be on like a lease you can't have a yeah. car like you can't like all of this other shit so um yeah the, yeah this is just like it's he's when you get those people that just like kind of like trap you into like their web and she might feel like she's been she's too far gone in this and she's like mm-hmm. too far deep in it and there's a level of like and she shouldn't feel like that but there is a level of like embarrassment to that and I think that a way to surpass that embarrassment is to like take the take action of being like I'm gonna come pick you up on this day or like you just show up like hey I'm in town we're gonna pack yourself and we're gone like yeah. we're done like bullshit like cause I would do that to one of my friends like yeah. I would be like I love you but like you're not thinking straight right now and I know you and let's say that three months this doesn't work then we'll reevaluate this. But like, I'm, we're doing this right now. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious too, because you said you lost touch for like a year. If this was him forcing it so that she would be separated from her family and friends. And that goes along with like her losing family members. If it was like they passed away or if he was separating, Mm because that's what manipulators and abusers do is that they separate you and now that you are back in touch if this is actually like her asking for help without asking for help yeah i think if you haven't spoken to her and lost touch in a year and then you catch up and she's telling you all Mm -hmm. of this shit this stuff there's only so much that your pride will let you do like i'm i'm incredibly impressed that she's this has continued to be this forthcoming about her shitty fucking relationship with you, especially if there was like a long break in your relationship. This to me is the asking for help. And it might be a little bit more embarrassing for her to say like, I, can you come pick me up? Mm -hmm. I need like, that might feel like too much. So I think that like you do take the initiative because at this point, I don't know whether there's anything else you can do. Yeah. 
And I would do it. I would just be like, get in the fucking car. I'll buy you new shit if you were if you don't want to not gonna pack your shit. <laughs> like yeah. I like we're done. This is like bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, please update us. Yeah. Hey Megan Melissa, I'm 21 years old. Go by she her pronouns, and I am in my last year of undergrad. Yesterday, the literary journal for my college came out, and there are two poems in there clearly about me that were written by my ex. He's 22 and uses he him pronouns, and he's a recent alumni of the school. I read the, po- the poems to my mom and my current partner, both of whom said that they are clearly about me. My boyfriend's words were, it is undeniably about you. These poems are not identifiable, um, or they're not identifiably me, to the point of anyone being able to know that they're me, but they are. It, anyway, it's, it's clear to me that they're about me. I thought I wasn't going to have to see my ex anymore after he graduated, but he is also participating in readings as an alumnus, and I would like to go to these readings or participate myself to support my professors and my peers, and he will be there. And to give some context about our relationship, it was a lot of me setting a boundary, him overstepping, and pairing that with smothering me in some way, shape, or form, then guilting me for not being grateful and not understanding why I was upset, making me doubt my own feelings in the relationship. I broke up with him three times throughout the relationship, but when it finally ended for good, it was a messy breakup, and I ended up the bad guy. I kissed someone else, and he was upset about this, though we had broken up, um, but we're still physical. It was all really confusing for me, honestly, and I didn't know how to get out of the relationship. Do you have any advice on how to handle these professional events where I will have to see him? So the thing about art in any type of way shape or form it it comes from a part of who you are like you write what you know Mm -hmm. so um i think the thing is is like if it were me i would be so flattered dude same (laughs) like i i would tell everybody i'm still yeah like i'm still in your head all the time so i think because this is a professional thing like you don't have to go in there like saying that or even like acknowledge it to him. But if you think that in your mind and you walk in, like I'm the baddest bitch that's walking in here because he's going to be doing this reading. That's about me that I'm still living rent free in his head. Like all these people are exalting him. He got published because he was thinking about me. You're welcome. This much. I am responsible for his success. Great. Yeah, I I so agree with that. Art is one of those things that like there were two people in your relationship and both of you have as much onus of that story of your relationship as the other one does. And like the thing with breakups and even if you're still together, any relationship, like two people can interpret a situation very differently. Uh And also people can lie and they can make themselves look better and do whatever it is. And he these poems i don't know what how they're written you're not saying that they're written seemingly they're probably not written the most flattering light but what is more of a boss move getting writing writing a poem where you are kind of fudging the truth to make yourself look better but and like just like and like in that relationship or you new relationship happy great and still like unless that's still the muse after you've already broken up so like I think it's so much more about your attitude in this. Like, I think like the, you have options of being like (laughs) diminishing of like it, of being like, oh yeah, he, yeah, it was, 
like yeah if like no one's gonna know it's about you so you either you own it of like oh yeah that's yeah that one oh yeah we used to date that one's about me like you know he's having a hard time getting over it you do that or you play like completely dumb and you're like oh that if someone's like oh have you ever heard this like guy perform before you're like oh I don't know I don't he looks kind of familiar but like I don't think so like you get to choose what you want to do and like what is a what's professional in this setting but you are either gonna have to be like confident and like oh whatever this is so like I I don't want to say petty about it but I mean it in like in like the most adult way ever where it's just kind of like it's not starting any drama but it's just like it's a fact it is what it is and you have to (laughs) act in the same way that it's like oh again another ex-boyfriend got poems published about me like it either has to be like a so casual this happens to me all the time or you're like both instances it needs to not be important at all because the only time it becomes unprofessional is when emotions get involved and there are emotions on his end but not your end so you either are laissez-faire do not care or I'm being clueless about it but neither of them can come from a place of like emotion and then if he is somehow in the same circle and wants the emotional aspect, he needs to be the one to put all of that in. And then he looks unprofessional, not you. Right. But also, like, everything I've written, like, it has a piece of some relationship, whether it's, like, an ex or, like, a friendship or, yeah. like, family ship. What is that? Is it family ship? I don't know. Kinship. Kinship. I was like, family? Name. I've never heard yeah, of that. Never but heard I was, it, I was, but I was trying to, vocabulary. yeah. Kinship. Like, some type of, like aspect of a relationship everything that I've written it because you write what you know like it's a part of me and it doesn't mean that I necessarily like feel still emotionally attached to that person it's because it is my lived situation and so I've taken it and I don't anything that I've done it's never been like this is exactly what happened in the yeah. situation because that's boring mm-hmm. you dramatize it a little bit to make it you know seem better make it seem more what people would like to consume and so i i wouldn't take it like it is personal but i wouldn't take it like he's trying to bad mouth you or like it's not identifiable right so like also I like if he really... named it like your name then yes then that would be one thing but like yeah he's making it so like people that know you believe it's about you but like and that's after you've presented to the presented it to them and said, "Hey, what do you think about this?" But like, if they just like read it, would they know it was about you? Probably not. Yeah, and also, can you imagine if he didn't write it? Like, imagine he writes about like every person he's ever dated, and he doesn't write about you. I yeah. would actually be way more offended if you didn't write about me. But also, frame it in the sense that like singers in happy relationships write breakup songs, uh-huh. but they do they draw on their own experience, not because like that's how you actively feel in that emotion but because it's easier to describe an emotion and honestly I think the best art comes usually from processed emotions and it's like looking back on this and like this is how I can like shit half the advice we give here is not from things that we're actively going through Mm -hmm. or like our own personal experiences of things that we've processed but people Taylor Swift writes breakup songs like she write I mean she's one that you I'm very into the lore of it all but like there are lots of artists who write make up complete stories but then also there's a lot of people who like write things that didn't even directly happen to them but right. it happened to like their friends mm-hmm. and then the kind and responsible thing to do in that is to m- not have any identifiable details there and you shouldn't be like profiting off of somebody's 
trauma, if it is so incredibly tied to them, I think like, yeah, there's like an ethical gray area of profiting off of someone's trauma. If you are, I mean, if you are caused in the trauma and you are a part of that, Mm -hmm. I think it's without a doubt very bad if you are a third party who is not involved at all, but we all view relationships differently. And, you know, I don't think that it sounds like it was a very toxic relationship on his end. And like, I do think that in those relationships, you don't necessarily know how to end it. And sometimes you can then, the only way you feel is like to be toxic back. I don't think that, you know, there's anything like wrong with that, but he experienced it just as much as you did. So like he's, I don't want to pull like a, you know, don't date a writer or don't date an artist if you don't want your art, their art, you to come up in their art at some point. And like half the time, sometimes it's like you said, it's so not even about you. Sometimes it's even just like, I'm lazy and I'd rather just like draw off of something that already happened and I know so I can just like but I don't, a, but that's not even lazy no but I'm saying like even if it was like if he was like let's say that he was like a big fiction writer or whatever and it's like if even if he's not coming at it from this point of like oh this I feel like I could tell a really good story but it's like oh I can just I'll like do this thing about this 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 like who knows if this is even like the, the the two poems were his favorite or the ones that he submitted that like he liked the most and he put the most effort into like this could have been like the throwaway ones that they ended up accepting and like it might feel like when you put this importance on it you actually don't even know if he put that importance on it you know what i mean right like it could have been i don't want to say this in a mean way like these could have been throwaway poems for him this Mm -hmm. could have been just the rough draft like things that and these were the ones that they ended up liking out of like 50 or 100 or something but you just being professional is the the only thing that you need to do and can do to be professional in this situation is remove your emotions from it. Right. Right. That's okay. it. And yeah, I would be flattered. Yeah. Like I'm sure everyone I'd wrote about in my book is flattered. I think about that a lot when I'm writing things. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, you should be. And other times I'm like, you shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. This is so whatever. Like you are just a vessel for a lesson that I was taught in this situation. Well, I guess that's it for the episode. Yes, it is. You're welcome. That is it for our episode. We hope you enjoyed. Please give us a call so we can give you some advice. Leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Everything I said at the beginning is all the same requirements. If you have an update, shoot us an email and um, we can either you can we'll figure out if you can call us or we can also figure out if you want to send a little voice memo update or if you want to send us an email update or something. But shoot us an email, same address. Um, I would like to solicit some uh, advice questions, just like some raunchy. So let's do something like wild. You know? Yeah. Like somebody spit in your mouth. Wait, Chris Pine calls. <laughs> Harry Styles <laughs> spit on me. Please. We would love to hear it. And if you um, have a pulse, go leave us a review on the podcast app. We do appreciate we have, it. We do have one. Oh, let's see if it's good. It is. I okay. read it. That's how I knew we had one. And you can also make sure you subscribe on apple podcasts and or wherever you listen to your podcast so then you can get push notifications for every time there's a brand new episode so i will be like laying in bed and i'll be like midnight new app and i'm like oh who are these sexy girls I'm like oh melissa actually got it up on time just joking i always get it you up always on time. get up on time
All right. So this says review update from Mrs. Nope. Sometimes you get advice by accident and it's exactly what you need to hear. This is still my favorite podcast and my thing that keeps me company on my way to therapy. Thank you, ladies, for always being right. And then it's the no polish emoji. Oh, you're welcome for always being right. Mm -hmm. It is a burden that we carry. Yep. Thanks, Mrs. Nope. Thanks, Mrs. Nope. Oh, if you're still listening, head on over to the Instagram and go comment. Ooh, go comment what song you wish someone wrote about you. It could be like a petty song. It could be like a, wow, like you fucked this person's life up so much. Like iconic. Do you want to be Delilah? Hey there, Delilah. Honestly, hard no, because like creepy. But what romantic song, anything that you wish that you were the inspiration behind it. I like that. I feel like I would have to pick mine. I will comment mine on the post. Um, and I'm definitely gonna have to find one that has my name in the title because I want everyone to know it's about me. Good or bad. Famous or infamous. Okay. She's a Leo. Okay. We will see you next time. Goodbye.